On this week's episode, I have head coach of the Crisp County Cougars wrestling program, Coach Alex Pollock. Hey, John, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Welcome to the show. Um, first, before we get into wrestling, I do have to ha- ask a question. You're in mm-hmm. South Georgia. Is it pecan or pecan? It has been pecan all my life. Nice. I heard that question <laughs> the other day, and I thought of you, so I had to ask it before we got started. Yeah. I, I got made fun of a lot when I went off uh, to the, the North American. I was, uh, you know, the North, and I was wrestling, and uh, – in Missouri and all that, they made fun of me for saying pecan. Nice. My mom grew up in Turner County, and I still haven't figured it out. So, <laughs> so um, I guess we can start off with a little bit of background about how your wrestling career, coaching career, and how you ended up the head coach at Chris County. Yeah, yeah. So, I actually, uh, Chris County is actually my alma mater. Uh, uh, I started wrestling in middle school. And, uh, you know, I just, I just caught on real natural and, you know, I went to the high school level and I wrestled all four years, uh, never did, never did place at state, but, uh, you know, I, I wanted just more. I was, I was really good at it. Um, I took over as the team captain, I want to say maybe my junior year Mm -hmm. and, uh, I led the team to the first time they ever won region. Um, Chris County ever won region. Um, that made me like, you know, just want the, the drive so much more for the sport. Uh, then I got recruited to go to Washita Baptist. Um, and I was wrestling for Christian Numa. Uh, you know, he, he was, a uh, uh, wrestled for Lindenwood and a couple other schools, really good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he just, you know, just he brought the hammer every single day to practice. And I, I grew that much more um, as a wrestler in college. Uh, I would say, you know, around my junior year, I had another coach come in, um, Todd Allen. And, you know, another great guy, a great mentor, uh, leader aspect. And... I want to say it was his second year out there. His second year at Washington Baptist, we actually, uh, you know, I was preparing for season. We were we were ranked pretty high in the uh, in our um, conference. Planning to you know make it past the uh, the regionals and move on. Hopefully, I could p- place nationally. But unfortunately, I broke my hand, both of my hands during preseason. Um, and kind of became a um, an assistant coach that season, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I, I picked up my love of coaching, because after I broke my hands, you know, I, I couldn't really um, do too much on the mat or lift weights or anything like that. So that, that really took a huge toll on me. Um, but you know, I, I took that opportunity to coach the youth program and coach the some of the high schoolers actually, um, and the high schoolers really enjoyed, you know, a college wrestler coming into the the high school practices and showing stuff that I learned in college and you know stuff I've learned along the way. And that's kind of basically where I picked up, you know, hey, I want to be a I want to be a coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was really cool because 
that first year that I coached, and this was out in you know Washita Baptist. I don't I don't think I mentioned it, but it's out in Arkansas, Arkadelphia, Arkansas. Real, real small town. You would miss it if you know you weren't paying att- <laughs> if you weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. It's like right up under Little Rock. So I was, you know, co- like I said, coaching there after I broke my hands. And the first year that I coached, one of the kids ended up placed in second in state. I was like, I was like, hey, I I ain't too bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, you know, the next year I came back. This is my second year coaching out there because at this point, um, you know, coach gave me an option. He was like, you know, you could red shirt and you can wrestle your senior year. Um, and I thought about it. Uh, and that coach at the time, um, I had really got close with. He ended up transferring to another college. And by this time, like I said, this is my my third coach in in college. And I was like, you know, I don't feel like because, you know, when the new coach comes in, they bring all new guys. You got to right. you got to get to know everybody. You got to get to know the, the coaching staff. You got to get to know all the the new uh, recruits that come in. I was like, you know, I done done this like twice already. I, I think I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to stick with my high schoolers that I have. And kind of, I didn't wrestle my senior year of college because, you know, I just chose to go over to the coaching side of things. And I won't say it's a loss because, you know, that second year of me coaching out there in Arkadelphia, we had two state champs. And, uh, you know, that was a, that was a huge, um, you know, accomplishment of mine that I, I was really proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and not to undersell it, I mean, uh, I know you're you're uh, familiar with Georgia wrestling, right? Yes, sir. So um, the the Arkansas wrestling they haven't had wrestling as long as Georgia has. Um, I want to say that you know Arkansas might have had wrestling about as long as I've actually been a wrestler. So you know me starting in middle school, um, you know that's about the time that. Arkansas as a state had, you know, wrestling for their high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's fairly new, honestly. Um, It was fairly new, but still, you know, it's it's a huge, um, you know, it's just a huge accomplishment to be the first kid in your high school to win state, you know, for for a certain sport. Right. It it was just huge. The – that was one of the biggest matches I've ever coached. Um, I remember coming off the, the, the corner drenched in sweat and <laughs> uh, his mom's looking, his mom and his dad's looking at me and they, they're like, you look like you were out there wrestling against them. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I felt like it, honestly, um, even though all I had to was, all I had to do was call top, bottom or neutral. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a huge thing to see him win huge smile, get up on top of that podium. And I was like, you know, after after having state placers two years in a row, I think this is what you know my calling is. Um, I think even that I think it was that same year. Honestly, we had uh, that same school. I had a female wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, she got most outstanding lightweight wrestler in the state. Um, then one of my guys that won state got um, uh, most outstanding middleweight wrestler in the state. And I might so- sound a little cocky, but uh, the my heavy not my heavyweight. I think he was a uh, I think he was one, my one eighty. Mm-hmm. He this was his second time um, winning state. Uh, this had to be the following year. This had to be the following year because it was his second time winning state. 
And I uh, I made the uh, argument. I was like, now he should definitely be the most outstanding heavyweight in the state. You know, two times. Uh, I want to say he went undefeated through state both years. You know, just walked through the tournament. I was like, you know, I feel like we should have the most outstanding heavyweight too. But then, um, you know, the guys they're putting on the ter- tournament and everything, the state tournament, they're like, we can't give all the trophies to you, coach. You got to <laughs> share them. You got to share some of them. <laughs> Wow. So uh, that was a uh, that was my last year in Arkansas, and then I came home, uh, and I you know I was just hanging out with some friends. Come to find out, you know there was a new coach here at my alma mater, and he was like, "Hey, can you help me out?" You know, I think I came home for like Christmas break, came home for maybe a month, I want to say, and he was like, "Hey, you want to come into the room and?" you know, look at the uh, program, help me out, you know, see some things that need improvement. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's my alma mater. I do anything to, uh, you know, make sure the program is still, you know, doing well. Mm-hmm. And so I go in, um, I get to know um and I think we came home from like a tournament somewhere around Christmas and the, uh, the, the principal was there and he was like, you know, you know, what are your plans after you graduate in college? Cause this is my senior year of college. I was like, you know, I really hadn't, you know, thought about it too much. I know that I, I do well. I, I'm a really good wrestling coach, um, and I want to be a coach. Well, he was like, you know, well, why don't you come back here? Um, you can be the assistant coach um, here and help grow the program back. And I was like, you know what? I, I mean, I'll take you up on that because, I mean, it sounds, you know, it sounds like a comfort zone, and, you know, I get to do what I love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came back to my alma mater. And I will say um, the program did drop off while I was in college. Um, It was mainly due to the aspect of, you know, like I was saying that where you have new coaches coming in and you, and you have a new coach, you have to get them and stuff. You have to get used to them. Mm -hmm. I I think they had that happen like two or three times while I was out at college, kind of like, you know, my scenario, they kind of got rid of a coach and then, um, I think what hurt the most was they, they brought a, a football coach in um, that probably didn't have too much knowledge of wrestling. Um, they brought a football coach in, and then, you know, let's say that football coach was there for a year or two. Then a, another football coach came in and was there for maybe a year or so. And, and then by the time I get back, you know, they're on coach number three or four. Compared to when I was in the program, I had the same coach from middle school all the way to graduation who definitely built the program up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know, I got to get back in here. I got to find something to, you know, bring Cordial, you know, a, a great wrestling team again. Um, and that's exactly what I'm, I'm still trying to do. I'm here still grinding in Cordial. We actually just had a, a kids youth wrestling camp this past weekend. You know, something just to spark interest in the community and, you know, get the kids back on the mat. I think I saw that on Facebook. You, you posted about it. Yep, yep. We uh, we had uh, about five kids come out, um, you know, and a lot of the kids were like, well, I thought it was going to be like a huge summer camp type deal, huge summer camp too. And I was like, you know what, I'm I'm going a, I'm to a run this camp the same way as if I had you know, 50 kids or five kids. I'm going to run it the same exact way. We're going to have fun. We're going to teach some wrestling. And, you know, you got to start somewhere. Right. Um, so how long have you been at Chris County? 
This will be year number three. This will be year number three. Oh, okay. Um, going back to your high school career, um, what weights were you in? What years were you in high school? Oh, okay. Uh, my It changed every single year. I think I want to say that I started off at 135. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say – Maybe like in the fifties for sophomore year, and oh, wow. then yeah, it was a big jump because actually I think I was like walking around at forty five for my freshman year, but there was a senior in that spot, um, and so he beat me out of that spot, and so I went down. I had to cut, and that's where I got used to cutting weight for wrestling. I mean, they they got me. <laughs> They got me early with that. I got I got a, I got accustomed to losing weight as a freshman. That's the fun part of wrestling, ain't it? Uh, tell me about it. We uh, I can't remember if it was like you know, like I said, by the time I was a team captain my junior year, um, you know, we had one reacher for the first time, and the local news invites us on all the team cap. We had you know me and the other team captain. They invite us on to do like a story on us and stuff like that, and you know. Coach was going over stuff at, uh, you know, questions they might ask us on the news. And he was like, what's your fa- least favorite thing about wrestling? And I was like, you know, we we're just riding in the car with Coach. And I was like, Coach always makes me lose weight. Coach never lets me eat. And he, he just turns around in the car and looks at me. He says, do not say that on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, so I jumped up to 152. I want to say... I want to say junior year might have been my 170 year. And then I think I ended up cutting back down to 160 my junior year. I'm I'm not too familiar. I think, you know, I jump around a lot. Um, I, but I want to say that I finished senior year at 160. And that's the year that I placed the highest at state. You know, I got put out um, – I got put out at state the round before medals. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I knew how to ride legs, but, you know, I, didn't, <laughs> I, I, I was riding legs. I think I was – I tell the story all the time. It was my last high school match. I was riding legs. I was up by one, and uh, I didn't have them in deep enough. I, I fell off to the side, and kid got a reversal one by one. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. And that was going into the metal matches too. I was like So that's that that was another thing that came in. I was like, hey, I gotta wrestle in college. Like, you know, after that match I was just grinding to find a uh, you know, a scholarship to go somewhere to redeem myself for that last match. Mm-hmm. I was the weird kid in high school. I actually enjoyed the challenge of cutting weight. So I stayed at thirty five or forty mostly. And and that's actually um I had the chance to coach my my youngest brother when I came back here to Chris County, which was a another big factor that I you know chose to come back here to Cordial because I've been training him in wrestling you know since he was a little kid. Like you know he'd videotape a match and I'm out in college and send it over and have me break it down. So the fact that I get to come back and you know be the head coach for him. Now I won't say that he enjoyed it all the time. And uh, I won't say that I enjoyed it all the time, (laughs) you know, me and him get out there on the mats and, you know, start going at it. But uh, he he stayed at 182 every single year while he was in high school. Um, 
which I, I don't know how he did it because sometimes he get up to two hundred pounds. I'm like, you gonna you gonna make weight? He's like, yeah, I'll make it. Um, the one time I, I had a, it wasn't me that missed weight, but they he said he was gonna make weight at area tournament. Area tournament. Mm-hmm. I was on I was on weight for his weight class. Mm-hmm. JV, and I had actually I could have wrestled his weight class, but he was fifteen pounds over. Jeez. Yep. Time weight. to step up. And he'd already. I couldn't wrestle because he'd already, you know, checked in and weighed in. Oh, so, really? Oh, yeah. is this is this for uh is this for individuals? Mm-hmm. Traditional. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, me and my family were kind of annoyed, but yeah, fifteen story. pounds. Yeah, he was he was rough. <laughs> um, yeah. but um, going back, what is it like coaching your brother? I thought I saw that you had coached your brother, but I wasn't sure. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like I said, it was one of the big factors why I chose to cho- chose to come back to here to Cordial. Um, I, I will say it it was really a, an interesting experience. You know, now that he's through, this is his senior year. He he's done with wrestling. Now that season's over with, you know, and now I'm not I'm not his coach anymore. I'm his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it created a it created kind of of a weird vibe between us because you know it was kind of easy going. Um, you know, between us, like, we'd go to the wrestling room, open mats, wrestle each other, uh, you know, beat up on each other. Then, you know, it's through. Mm-hmm. But but then with me as his coach, you know, we'd come in, uh, we'd go, to, we'd have practice, stuff like that. But even with, with practice being over, I'm still his coach. So, you know, I'm on top of about his grades, which was one thing that was annoying to him. You know, like, I, I can see your grades, you know, you, you need to do better or – um, hey, you know, we need to work on this. Come into the room on Saturday. He's like, but nobody else has to come in on Saturday. I was like, hey, but I mean, you want to? It's your senior year. Do you want to get your your place at state, or you know, you want to, you know, put her out at region, kinda. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, you know, he does put in a lot of hard work. He he's a three sport athlete, so you know, I didn't get all of his time. Um, because at, at one point this senior year, he tried to uh, – he wanted to play basketball and wrestle at the same time. And I was like – yeah, I was like, uh, I, I, I don't know how that's going to work. He was like, well, you know, I'll make wrestling my priority. But, uh, you know, I, I was like, all right, if, if you think you can pull it. Um, unfortunately, though, at the beginning of season, he did have a major knee injury. Uh, yeah, real bad knee injury, um, which put him out of, you know, he couldn't even practice, couldn't lift weights. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was something to do with, like, you know, the anterior part of his knee. Um, I know it's not the ACL. Um, but MCL, it, I, it's not the ACL or the MCL because those are, like, on the, you know, the, ex, the inside of your knee and on the outside. This one, this muscle, maybe I'm thinking PCL maybe. That's it's possible, yeah. Yeah, PCL was on the inside, you know, the inside of his knee. Uh, he messed that up. Um, I want to say there was like a a, fra- a minor fracture, and you know, a a tear in the muscle. I want to say there's a uh, there was two things that the MR picked up on, like a fracture and a tear. So you know, every time he did anything, was any kind of active at all, it messed up. It just started swelling up. Yikes. So, you know, he his junior year, his actually last year, 
was my first year as the head coach here in Chris County. And he ended up placing fourth at state, you know, huge accomplishment because I don't think Chris County had any state placers for the past, I want to say maybe five years, like close to that. They hadn't had anybody place at state for a while. Um, so that was a big accomplishment for him placing at state. And then, like I said, coming into this season, he had that huge knee injury. And everybody's asking me like, oh, you know, how's it looking? How's he doing? How, how's he going to do? I was like, I don't even know if he's going to be able to get on the mat. So um, we were lucky that he actually got cleared by the doctor. Like, I think it was maybe a week before traditionals. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and, and then, you know, you still have people asking, how's he going to do? How's he going to do? And I'm like, I mean, he's been on the mat for a week. So we'll see how he does. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and he ended up pulling through. He actually placed third at state this year. So an improvement on, on last year. Um, What's it like at the dinner table when you, you, you get your brother there? And how's your mom play, or does your, your parents play uh, uh, mediator? Uh, well, now it actually is a little bit easier now that I'm not, I'm not living at the house. You know, I got my own place. I'd, uh, I will show up like you said, for dinner every now and then. And he more he's more like, you know, every other youth nowadays. Nobody eats at the dinner table. He comes out, gets food, goes back in his room, and now he's watching, you know, YouTube videos and <laughs> playing Fortnite and stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, they always consult me on his meal plan and meal prep and stuff like that. Hey, you know, what should he eat? You know, if he's – two pounds underweight, if he's five pounds overweight, anything like that, you know, what, what should I cook? What should he eat portion wise? So, um, for the most part, it, it goes pretty smooth. My mom, my, my mom does play mediator. <laughs> she actually crazy thing is, um, uh, I am coaching the, um, high school team and the middle school by my, my by myself. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I don't have any assistance coach. So crazy, crazy story is my mom stepped up to be my assistant coach. Now there is a, you know, that makes for an interesting uh, dinner table when we do sit down. I, I bet. <laughs> you got you got the little brother wrestling and you got the mom as an assistant coach. And then you got her son as the head coach. <laughs> exactly. So it. it we're definitely a wrestling family to say the least. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, you know, everybody knows the big boys from South Georgia. They know Colquitt County, they know about Asta, Brunswick, mm-hmm. consider that South Georgia. You got Lowndes. Mm-hmm. What is what is wrestling like for the smaller schools like Chris County, Irwin County, Turner County, Cook, those guys? Um, it's really just I would consider it, you know, just a fight. Um just to become top dog, you know, it's it's hard to find well, – I speak for Chris County. It's hard to find, you know, students who want to wrestle because mm-hmm. wrestling is a lot of work. It's dedication. It's time. You know, unlike football or baseball, when you leave practice, you, it's not like you just get to hang up your cleats because, you, once again, you still got to watch your how you eat and stuff. So I would say it's – it's a constant battle. Um, you always want to be top dog, and that's one thing that I really, you know, preach on in the mat room. You know, it's what 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 are you doing? 
um, when you're outside, uh, when, you know, when your opponent's asleep, what are you doing? Are you getting better or are you asleep too? Or are you eating donuts? Um, so, you know, you know, it's mainly just looking at my, my athletes and try to prepare them to become, you know, those, those big dogs. Cause, cause like you said, those schools right there, like using Valdosta as example, they have their kids in the mat room since, you know, elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, you know, two, two to three full middle school rosters, um, at least two stacked high school rosters. And for the little schools, like, like you know, like you said, Turner, Chris County, there's no way we're going to be having, you know, a full lineup or a full roster, not even close to having a JV team. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's mainly just focused on that, that individual aspect, that traditional aspect of wrestling. Um, because I don't see us winning duels anytime soon. Cause first we got to have a full team for that. I done told the guys that you got to have a full team if you're going to win a duel. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely focus on that individual aspect, you know, at least trying to have one kid show up to state, you know, um, uh, or region and come home with a medal. Cause, um, like I said, you know, we, we normally go to the, the dual events like dual region just to kind of scout out, um, you know, our competition for traditional, mm-hmm. uh, cause by no means are we about to walk up in dual state and, you know, walk out with the title with only seven kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for the most part, we, we focus on the traditional aspect of um, the sport. And I would say the same thing for the other, you know, small schools uh, around South Georgia. Who would you say your biggest wrestling rival is in the area? Biggest wrestling rival? Um, since, like I said, since I've been here for two years, um, I would like to say our big oh our biggest rival like rival school would have to be Americas. They're right down the road, um, and they're kind of in the same boat as us. You know, no full roster. Um, mm-hmm. They have some good kids on the on the team. You know, here and there, uh, and like I said, they're thirty minutes down the road, so we can always set up something with them. Um, let's see for the region. For our, well, you know, the region's changed this upcoming year. Um, That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, big deal. And same thing with weight classes changing next year, too. I just saw that. Like, yeah. yeah. That came out today, I want to say. Why do they have to change it every two or three years? Of <laughs> For the longest time, it was straight up the same way it was when I was in high school. It was like 103, 112, 19, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 52, you know, 60, 71. 89, 215, and 285. Like, leave it there. Oh, I know. I think I think the biggest thing they could, uh, you know, the reason why they would change them this time is adding the, what is it, they added three extra girl weight classes. Ah, uh, maybe. So they bumped girls up to four, 14 weight classes to, to match the guys. Right. And maybe to help with those crossover numbers. Because um, if you read in small print, it says, uh, you know, new boy weight classes, and uh, if girls choose to wrestle a boy. So I think they, you know, kind of use the girl weight classes to change the 
um, the guy weight classes around a little bit. That's what I was thinking. I got you. Um, now, who was who was in your area this year? I'm guessing Worth County. Um, this upcoming year or this past year? We'll, we'll go with this upcoming year. Who, who's going to be in your area this year? All right, this upcoming year we have Columbus. We have Columbus Carver. Wow. We oh, uh, tell me about it. Um, we have the Albany schools of Monroe and Darty, and that's it. There's one more school. I want to say it's Thomas Field, but they don't have a wrestling team. So, huh. you know, yeah. Um, I actually talked to their AD the other day, and um, he said he was going to try and look into it. But as of right now, in this upcoming season, uh, they they're not going to have one. But I will definitely talk. Tell I was talking to my guys. I was like, you know, um, we got to bring the A game next year because with Columbus, mm-hmm. Columbus placed uh, what is it third or fourth in state this past year. They're really good. Yeah, yeah, they have a full team. And like I was just saying, you know, the small schools we only have like seven kids, and you know, only a few of them have been wrestling for multiple years. Um, we're definitely gonna have to bring our A game. This upcoming season, especially if the guys want to, you know, medal at region. Mm-hmm. I uh, I definitely have a bunch of camps for them planned to go to this summer. We'll be getting in the weight room with the football team this summer. You know, everything that we can possibly do to prepare us for, you know, wrestling Columbus and Columbus Carver at region this year. Um, Now, will you guys be in 3A or 4A this year? So, we are the only team in the region – that was in 3A last year. Everybody else is coming down from right. 4A. Right. So y'all it'll be still y'all be in, still in 3A. Yeah, we'll we're sticking to 3A. Okay. Um I know up here I know you have your North Halls, your um your Jackson Counties. I think they're still mm. I'm trying to Who was big down in South Georgia in 3A? 3A. Uh let's see who we got. Um I know that Pike, Pike was the powerhouse in our um, our region last this past two years. Y'all were in the region with Pike. Yeah, that is a long drive. Yeah, yeah. No, we drove. We were. Uh, it was Pike, Upson Lee, um, who else? Uh, Mary Persons, Peach. Was Jackson in there? Jackson was in there. Um, I want to say there was one more. Oh, Sandy Creek. I'm pretty sure they threw in there at the Ooh. end for traditionals. Uh, yeah, it was a. Oh, and there was Macon Central. Um, it makes a little bit more sense, but still. Yeah, there was a. I want to say there was like eight or nine teams in 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 the region, which is something that I'm used to, you know. Mm-hmm. So, because not everybody's gonna uh, go to sectionals. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be the top four to go to sectionals. So, um, you know, that cuts out a lot of the competition when you have nine teams in the region. You know, it narrows the brackets down. Right. But uh, this this upcoming year, I'm I'm really, you know, interested in seeing how sectionals look, especially when, you know, there's only like four or five teams in each region. Mm-hmm. Does everybody just go to sectionals, basically? <laughs> it might have, I don't know. Yeah, so that's that's one thing I'm I'm ready to find out what works, especially if uh, I mean they might always cut it back down to 
you know, during the COVID year, they only they only placed or only took three. The top three went to sectionals. Mm-hmm. Or actually, no, top three went straight to state. My bad. But um, maybe they might do top three from region go to sectionals or something like that. You know. Yeah, you never know with the GHSA. Yep, yep. We'll find out a month before. Exactly. They could change. The re- <laughs> they could change the region before now then too. Yeah, yeah. I know there was a lot of. Uh, you know, they had a lot of vote and stuff like that about, you know, who's going to be where. Like I was saying, you know, America's was one of our, our rival schools because America's was also in our region mm-hmm. um, last year. That was another one of the schools I missed. They bumped down to two-way. And I know they petitioned for two-way. So, you know, there's you never know if other schools are trying to petition to go up, down, stuff right. like that. Now, did they split from being America's Sumter to, to just America's again? Um, I want to say it's just America's. I don't think because I I know in the past they had America's and they had Sumter. Yeah, when I was young, they had they were split like America's yeah Sumter County, and then they joined up again Mm -hmm. the longest time. And then I keep seeing posts on social media about Sumter County and then America. So I was wondering if they split it back up again. No, I think they're just going by that name to uh. I don't know. They they might, you know, there might be Americas one day and then Sumter the next. But yeah. every time I schedule them, it's just one coach that you know I deal with. So I'm I'm thinking they're joined. Um. So do you think as dominant as your football program has been, does that hurt your numbers in wrestling? Uh, the kids want to focus on football. So the thing is, we actually, you know, we have a new football uh, coach that just stepped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was actually in his at one of the past schools he was at. He was an assistant wrestling coach. Oh, so wow. this past year, uh, he actually was really pushing towards. Um, I want to say this past year before he stepped up as the head coach. I want to say he was like you know defensive coordinator or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not too familiar. I mean, I'll go out and watch a football game every now and then, but by the time they're playing football games, I'm already started on my preseason. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I want to say he was the defensive coordinator. And after the football season was over with, he sent out like 10 or 12 of his um, – he sent out like 10 or 12 of his guys off the defense. Um, my brother was including one of them because, you know, they all see um, my youngest brother. He was, you know, team captain on the football team. Um, got like most athletic high schooler, all this, you know, oh, contributions wow. or – uh, accol- accolades I'd say and a lot of them are like you know how how do you get so strong or you know athletic one big thing was how why is he so physical why is he so physical he's and a wrestler he's a wrestler like they um <laughs> they watched some of his wrestling film one time and they were like oh that makes sense you know they see him pick him up and slam somebody and they're like oh yeah we want our whole football team doing that coach can you help us <laughs> out I was like, I mean, I can try. I mean, I can teach him some a couple of things. So, you know, he sends out, like I said, 10, 12 guys, which actually was kind of nice because, you know, before that, I think, you know, it was my first year here. I was an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. There was no there was no bridge between the the football team and the wrestling team. It was just, you know, after football players got through with football, they went home and sat on the couch and ate donuts. Um, and I only had like my brother was maybe – I might be missing one or two, but, you know, he was one of the only ones that translated over into wrestling. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, with that support from the football team this past year, it was, it was huge because, you know, at this point they came in, I'm thinking, hey, we can, we can win dual meets now, which we actually, once we got them all certified, we won our first dual meet in, like I said, I think Chris County hasn't won anything in five or five plus years. Wow. Since the, yeah, so we won our first dual meet um, for the first time in years, which I was happy about especially since I could be the head coach for that. Um, <laughs> but, like, right after that, the the football players actually got a taste of what, what wrestling's all about. And uh, needless to say, a lot of them kind of uh, fell off into the cracks over that Christmas break. Yeah, they were like, uh, you know, I just came out here because coach told me to. And and that's not enough uh, motivation and nope. um uh, to keep you on on a wrestling mat, especially you know if your if your coach is a you know a, a old uh, co- collegiate wrestler, and I'm out here you know bringing college workouts to the mat and college drills and stuff like that. Oh, that, yeah. uh, that definitely got to a lot of those you know football players that came out. Um, and I, I pick on there's a few of them that actually stayed. There's a few of them that actually stayed. And uh, I, every time a football player drop off, I'm like, guys, I thought football was supposed to be the you know best sport. I thought y'all were supposed, to, supposed to be the best athletes in school. Mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought y'all were supposed to be the best athletes on campus. Come on, y'all, y'all are athletic. <laughs> you know, y'all, y'all have a, y'all get all the uh, you know the posters and the you know announcements and you know y'all are y'all the best of the best. Y'all, yep. can't, y'all can't run ten sprints for me. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean that got that that kept that kept some of them out there, you know, the ones that were actually competitive and athletic and you know wanted to grind and become better athletes. Because um, like I was saying, you know, my brother um, who had been do- doing this for years, he plays third. Mm-hmm. One of one of those football, I think at the end of the season, like I said, twelve football players came out. I want to say there was like two or three of them. Those football players were still left over at the end. Mm. Yeah, and so the crazy thing is. One of those football players that lasted actually made it all the way to state. And, you know, kind of like me, my senior year, he got put out the round before medals. Ouch. Yeah. But, you know, him being his – I, I want to say he, he did wrestle in middle school. Now, this wasn't his first year wrestling, but, you know, he wrestled in middle school. And mm-hmm. and this is his junior year, and he didn't wrestle at all in – in high school. So, you know, he took two years off. So that's definitely a huge accomplishment for him to just come back after two years and, you know, walk all the way to, you know, the, basically the end of, of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, what position did your brother play? Uh, for football? Mm-hmm. Ooh, like I said, I'm, <laughs> I showed up to a game every now and then. I want to say um, – I know, like last year, he was long snap, but uh, and like I said, I only played football for one year, so uh, that was the next question. Yeah, I because when I was in uh when I was in high school, the only people that got the big the big head the fat head posters was the football team. So you know, here comes me senior year. Hey, coach, I want a poster too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know he played uh. I want to say he played like defensive back or, you know, something like that. I want to say, you know, he was on, I want to say he played both sides of the ball, 
mm-hmm. but for the most time, I want to I want to say because I took him to a, a combine like one of the high school combines, and he wrote down DB. So I'm gonna go with DB. Nice. Um, is he getting any looks looks from college from wrestling or football? <laughs> um, a lot of people have been asking me that question since you know state. I mean, Chris uh, is really dominant. So yeah. Uh, he he got a few looks and he got a few offers for both football and wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because like I said, you know, I wrestled in college and a lot of the guys that I wrestled with in college are now college coaches at JUCOs and NAIAs around the country. And they see him on my, you know, Facebook and they're just throwing offers at him. Same thing with, you know, football offers. Mm-hmm. After I took him to that combine um, over the past summer, and like I said, he got a couple offers and a couple looks. He went on a couple um, recruiting trips, but I think he's through with sports. Honestly, I ah. I, I think he's going to go the um, you know the the non athletic route and uh, go to college and just enjoy the experience of college. Is what it's looking like right now. Awesome, nice. Um, speaking of NAI coaches, do you know Kenny Mason over there at Bruton Parker? Actually, um, so like I was telling you, my I didn't have an assistant coach. Um, I, I told you my mom was my assistant coach. I actually had a guy come in the first half of the season for, and he wanted to be a community coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name's Nick Alexander. He also wrestled at Bruton Parker. Him and Kenny were, I want to say he said they were, you know, dorm mates. You know, um, they were. I know for a fact they were teammates. So I do know. I don't know Kenny personally, mm-hmm. but I, I I've spoke to him a few times, um, and yeah, I've been over to Bruton Parker a few times to watch them wrestle. I took a few guys um, over there for a match. I might say it might have been last year, but yeah, I know Kenny. I know he uh, he was at Colquitt for a long time, and they're pretty mm-hmm. down down there in South Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting away from, you know, the sport of wrestling, getting into more, like, uh, interesting questions. Um, mm-hmm. Who were some coaches that have influenced your coaching career and your background? Um, I would ha- I would definitely um, – I actually would go with all my coaches. I, c- I can't exclude any of them. Um, my first coach, like I was saying when I was in Chris County um, – uh, it was Todd George, and he was my coach from, like I said, middle school all the way till I graduated. He was basically, you know, my second dad. I came to him about everything. Um, he was one of the first people I told when I told him I was taking over his old spot in Chris County. Um, and I definitely wouldn't be wrestling. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be in the sport of wrestling if it weren't for him. Because I, I remember, like, my second year wrestling, I was like, you know what, this, I'm through with this sport. <laughs> I, can, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, but, you know, because of him, you know, reaching out, mentoring me, I stuck with it. Ended up going on to um, college for it, like I said. Um, Technique-wise, drive-wise, and, uh, you know, all around just being a hammer on the mat. Mm-hmm. I would give the most um, credit to Chris Chianuma. Uh He's over there at Cal Poly out in California. Okay. He's the head coach over there. And, uh, you know, just – They're doing say, pretty well. Yeah, I want to say all around just 
he just knows what he knows on the mat. Um, it's, uh, you know, you come in, you get 1% better each day. You grind, you're that tough nose, um, hard nose coaching um, where, you know, you don't, if you lose, you learn from your loss. If you win, you still keep getting better. It's just, you know, just constantly grinding and becoming better at an all-around athlete. And I'd say, you know, for the most part, I base my practices off of, you know, how he coached me in college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we come in, we bring the hammer at practice every single day, um, and then we get out. And But for the um, one coach that I still talk to almost all the time is – the last coach that I had in college, which was, uh, which was Todd Allen. Um, you know, like I said, he coached me for two years. Um, and he was there for me when I broke both of my hands, you know, mentor, let me, you know, help as a coach, you know, stay on the, in the, in the wrestling room, in Mm -hmm. the mat room. Um, he ended up transferring to, uh, where was that? He transferred to, Somewhere up in North Arkansas, but then actually he's now the head coach at Toombs County down oh. here. Yeah, he's the head coach here at Toombs County in Georgia. They're which, pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. He said that uh, you know one of their coaches had stepped away, and they were kind of in that uh, in between of you know, do we just you know, put a coach that we already have here in as the head coach, or do we go out and find somebody who's has a huge wrestling background and will, you know, keep furthering the team um, and pushing them forward. So they went with him and which he, he, I was one of the first, first people he told, or one of the first people he told when he said he was coming to Georgia, uh, which was a huge surprise. Cause he, like I said, he'd been out in Arkansas for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, "Yep, I'm coming over there to your neck of the woods, and uh, best believe I'm gonna bring my team to your gym, and we're gonna kick some butt." And I was like, "Hey, hey, the doors are open if you think you can back it up." <laughs> so, there a Chris County Cougar, uh, Tombs County Bulldog duel coming up? Uh, we normally we're gonna try and do one every single year. We, uh, uh, I, I, I was listening to one of your podcasts, and I, um, I, he- I heard you say, um. You know, name one of the craziest stories, uh, you know, that you have for wrestling, right? Right. I might, I might, I might steal a question from you real quick, but I'm a mention hey, the more content, more content. I'm, a, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm gonna steal one of your questions. I'm gonna use it from another podcast. But uh, this past season, we had the our because this is their first year. It's the first year at Tombs. Mm-hmm. We had our first uh, Tombs County, uh, Chris County duel, and uh, you know. We actually have our, our new gym at Chris County. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I feel super proud. I got it all nice. Um, and I have my old college coach coming in. I'm showing him around. Uh, yeah, coach, look what I did. You know, here's my office. Here's my gym. Here's our weight room. This is all, you know, this is all that, you know, I've put together. He was like, all right, nice, Pollock, nice. So we weigh in. We have our we have our duel. We wrestle against um, Tombs. And, uh I forgot the backstory. Coach said, uh, "Coach said I'll come wrestle. I'll come to your home and I'll wrestle. I'll bring my team mm-hmm. on one condition, and that condition is if you put your shoes on and me and you go at it after our teams are done." Ooh, yeah, yeah. He loves to talk crap. 
and, <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, coach, that, that's a deal. Uh, so, you know, he comes in. Like I said, I show him around. We have our duel. And, you know, the teams are shaking hands, shaking hands, shaking hands. And, uh, you know, we I get up to him. I, I, I hug him. I was like, hey, thanks for coming, coach. I appreciate it. You know, he's like, thanks for having me. We'll do this again. And then he kind of, like, puts me in a bear hug. And he's like, you just better be glad that, you know, we don't have our shoes on this mat right now. I was like, coach, I told you I'm ready whenever you're ready. So he goes for, you know, he goes for a throw. He kind of lifts me up, goes for a throw. And I, I plant my feet and I bring my foot around the backside and I hit him with a little back trip. Ooh. And, I, and I catch him, I catch him with the trip. I look down at I look down at my coach and his face is just blank. And all all his uh all his t- uh his kids run in like, ooh, coach, he did you in. Ooh, coach, he got you. And I'm looking at his face and I just see like his face is black, blank. And so I'm like, all right, everybody, let's let's give him some air. Let's give him some air. I help him up. And we walk him to the trainer because he's like, man, something don't feel right. Takes off his shirt. And he got a grade three sprain in his shoulder. Oh, geez, coach. I know. I, and, you know, I was like, me and him over there sitting there laughing about it, you know, talking, laughing as, a, as, as my athletic trainers, you know, fixing up his shoulder, putting him in a sling. I was like looking around the gym. We got a, you know, gym full of parents and athletes because we had like two other schools there at mm-hmm. the time. And uh, me and him were just sitting there laughing like, you know, nobody else knows how close we are. They just think they just think you're just a random person who just broke my, my shoulder. I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I wonder. Um, I wonder if I'm going to hear about this tomorrow. Um, called to the superintendent's office. I know. <laughs> he said he was on the bus ride home. You know, he had just left the school 30 minutes on the road. His superintendent called like, oh, my God, what's wrong? What's wrong? Uh, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing. We, uh, we're we fine. But uh, that was definitely one of the craziest stories I've ever had as a coach. <laughs> That's awesome. That, that might top the list on the podcast, the show so far. <laughs> yeah. Um. Talk about let's talk about your seniors and the your team this year. Who are your I, seniors and what weight classes were they from this past year? Mm-hmm. So this past year we had two seniors. Um, like I said, we, we have a really young team. Um, the first one uh, was Jalea Dawson. She was one of my girls. Um, unfortunately, she didn't get to finish this season. Um, she had some like things pop up at home. Um, like a week before uh, sectionals, so she couldn't attend sectionals and um, go on to state. She did. She did go to state the year before, um, so I, that's one thing I was hoping for that she would get to go back to state. But you know, due to stuff at home, she couldn't go to sectionals. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she was at. I always mix up these girl and guy weight classes. Like I said, um, she was in the one thirty eight. Now, I want to say, like, girls might be, like, 140, but I know guys were 138. I believe. Uh, or 142. You know, I, I mix up the ones. 42. 42. 42. 42, yeah. Like I said, I, I mix those up a lot of the times. Um, but, yeah, she was 42 for the girls, mm-hmm. and uh, she'd wrestle 38 for me for guys. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, definitely something to help out with that, you know, when we went to duels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um not just giving up those six points. Uh, and then my other senior was my brother. Um, he wrestled at 82 
And like I said, you know, he placed it. He placed third at state this year. Mm. Um, so yeah, those are my two seniors for this year. Who are uh, you, who are your uh, returning seniors? Who are your juniors from this year? So juniors are only have one. Only have one that I can. Yeah, only have one. Like I said, super small team, super young team. A lot of freshmen and a lot of sophomores. Um, sophomores basically made up my team for this past year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. My junior that will be returning next year is Jamarion Troutman. He was my 195, and he was that one other kid from the football team that that made it to state, you know, that made it and finished out the year. So I'm definitely hoping for big things for him next year. Um, one thing we did at our banquet is, you know, I, I'm a math teacher, so I, I, I think numbers talk. So mm-hmm. I, I basically used statistics to come up with, you know, the awards. Like, you know, I did most um, valuable, um, which went basically based off of who did the best this season. And so uh, Ethan got that for, you know, um, being a two-time state placer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another award we did was most pins. And I got a bowling pin. I painted it all cougar colors and <laughs> put it on put it on a, a, a stand. And uh, Troutman was the one who got that one because I think I ran the numbers and it was like, you know, 86% of the time he stepped on the mat, he walked off with the pin. Like, it was something crazy. Like, I want to say he had like 14, 15 pins. And he, like I said, he was one of those football players. And, -hmm. you know, football players don't come in until like November, end of November, halfway through December type deal. Right. So, you know, even missing the first – you know, two or three events, he still walked away with most pins, which is, you know, pretty impressive. Is he being recruited? Is he a big football star? Because that name sounds so familiar. Mm, I would not know about his, um, you know, football, you know, offers or anything like that. Okay. Maybe I just saw his name on Facebook from uh, wrestling post, but I just, that name sounds so familiar. I mean, he, I, I want to say he, I know he lettered, he lettered in football and wrestling. Um, so, I mean, I would assume that he got some starting time. Um, now, as far as stats and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I show up for, you know, a quarter or two on Friday nights and I say my haze. <laughs> I, I make my rounds and then I, I, I go to the house because after, um, like I said, we're in preseason. So I, I had just got done with the, you know, an hour and a half, two hour practice. Right. At, at that point. Right. Um, um, who are your sophomores and freshmen and what weight class were they? Uh, sophomores, I have um, one big one that was uh, a lot of the coaches in the, the region liked was Tristan Hanley. Uh, he was my 145. You know, he wrestles basically all year round. Wrestled with me last summer. We went to a few. Um, a few tournaments over the summer last summer. So um, coaches be like, Hey, yeah, is that, is that the same 145? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they knew him by Chris County's 145. So he was, he was well, he was well known in, in the region. He walked away with, with, uh, he walked away third at region this past year. And uh, he got put out a couple rounds in the sectionals, but you know, he's still young and I'm hoping the best for him next year. Right. Um, Some other ones we have are, I had Zamarion Butler, Zamarion Walker, 
um, Marvin Anderson and Grayson Whitworth. Now, all of those kids that I just mentioned, first year wrestlers, mm-hmm. um, and two of those end up going to sectionals. Um, yeah. yeah, so you know they won their medals at region. Um, let me see which ones it was. It was Samarion Butler. He got third at region. Mm-hmm. At, at 195 and Tamarion Walker got third at region at heavyweight and you know going into going into the the tournament like I said you know there's there's nine schools all those guys as first year wrestlers none of them are ranked in the region right and so when they get that third place medal and they walk away and they're going to sectionals they got the the biggest grin on their face oh I bet you know just enjoying life and that's another, you know, reason why I I just love the sport and I love coaching is that that grin right there at the end. All I got to say is, you know, even though even though I brought the hammer to practice like, you know, 3 months straight and the kids were like, you know, on the brink of like I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore and then and then they get that one medal, you know, it doesn't matter if it was a fourth place medal. They okay. had that huge smile on their face and I just asked one simple question. I was like, was it worth it? And exactly. it was worth it. It was worth it. They they're die- that some of them play around. They're like, no, nah, it went worth it. They went worth it. But I love my medal. And I was like, would you do it again? And they're like, oh yeah, next year I'm gonna, I'm gonna get higher next year. I was like, so you're telling me it's worth it if you're gonna go through it all again? <laughs> right, right. So that's the one. That's definitely one thing that keeps me, you know, coaching right there. I love seeing that. Um, who were your freshmen? Uh, freshmen. I had one, um, but he didn't finish the season. But I'm hoping he comes back um, this next year. I think you know, he, he, as an incoming freshman, it's a it's a huge adjustment from middle school to high school, and his academics kind of um, you know fell off halfway through the season because he couldn't manage you know all the freedom of being a high schooler plus being an athlete mm-hmm. um, plus you know the content getting a little bit harder so. You know, I, and that's one thing I definitely stay on top of them about is their grades. You know, if you're if you're failing this class, this class, and this class, mm-hmm. you're you're not traveling with me. I mean, it's called a it's called a a student athlete for a reason. Student comes first before athlete. Um, I, I think I can't I can't I don't think one two three four five six seven. Honest, I don't think I had any freshmen besides that. Nice. Not that I can think of. Mostly, like I said, mostly sophomores. Awesome, awesome. Well, here comes the fun questions. The All non- right. The non-specific questions. I know I said that earlier, but I forgot about one question. That works. Uh, best place to eat in Cordial. Best place to eat in Cordial. All right. Um, are we talking about sit down or are we talking about drive through or drive through? Let's go sit down, like small town, you know, your best place to eat. Okay. Um, I would definitely have to say 16th East. 16th East. That's that's where a lot of people come in and sit down. Um, you know, they got the bar. Uh, they got really good southern food from, you know, if, you're, if it's wrestling season, you got your salads. Um, if it's not your wrestling season, you got your uh, your steak and your 
um, fried chicken sandwiches and, you know, um, one thing that a lot of people like to order there is the um, the fried green tomatoes. That's one big thing people like to get there. Nice. Um, what is the best or funniest southern saying that you know of? Um, all right. So this one, I, I actually, it's the first time I had ever heard it. It was about a week ago. Um, so, you know, we have our sponsors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always make plaques um, with pictures uh, of the team that say, you know, thanks for donating um, and being a platinum sponsor for the Chris County wrestling team. And I, and after season, I go around and I hand deliver those to all of our platinum sponsors. Mm-hmm. And I went to one of our first, it was their first time being our sponsor. And I take them to plaque and, you know, we're having a side conversation. They're asking how the season went. And uh, the wife says, you, you can't cuss a cat. And I was like, huh? <laughs> huh? What, what, what are you? I was looking behind me for a cat. He's like, you ain't never heard that saying? What does that mean? I, I cannot remember for the life of me. But she's like, you ain't never heard that saying? And you live around here? I was like, nope. I ain't never heard that saying. So for like the next... Uh, the next two or three days, I was like, man, you can't cuss a cat for that. I was, I was just using it in random <laughs> situations. I don't even know what it means. I was, man, you can't cuss a cat, man. <laughs> so you can't cuss a cat. I think that's what she said. She she said it in a southern twang, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was cuss a cat. And I was like, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. So like I said, for the next two or three days, I was just walking around the house, you know, I drop a pan. Man, you can't cuss a cat. <laughs> I'm walking up in, the, in there to talk to my wife in a little bit when we get done with this. I'm like, you can't cuss a cat. <laughs> She'd be like, what? What, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. <laughs> um, What's your best uh, sports memory? We'll go in person and then mm. get on TV or radio. Um, All right. Let's see. I want to say my favorite in-person sports experience. Oh, it, it would have to be um, as I was in college. Um, one of my practice partners, he was a uh, our one eighty four mm-hmm. in college. You know, I drove up to, and this is this is my freshman year, so there was no way I was on the start lineup freshman year. Especially, we were ranked number two in the nation. Oh wow! Um, Four D two. Yeah, we were the number two. D2 nation or D2 college ugh, college wrestling team in the nation. And so, you know, a huge starting lineup. They were stacked. Um, a lot of all Americans that year. So, you know, I went up to nationals in St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And I got to watch uh, the guy that I practiced with more, more like the guy that used me as a punching bag every single day. <laughs> yeah, more like the guy that used me as a punching bag every single day. I got to watch him um, win a national title um, and become the first um, wrestler at Washita Baptist University um, to ever be a um, D2 national champion, which was a really good experience, especially as a freshman in college. Um, it just opened my eyes up a whole lot more and realized how, you know, great our room was and how many great wrestlers we had on the mat. Awesome. That's really awesome. 
Uh, best uh, sports. Uh, let's see. Best sports memory on the TV. Oh, that's a tough one after this past year with uh, UGA winning. Oh, um, dog the, fan. Hey, we're good. Huge dog fan. Um, it, it's tough to say whether I like seeing the dogs win more or the Braves win more. Yeah, um, I agree with that one. But I would have to say I am I am a huge – you might hate me for this one, but I'm a huge Derek Jeter fan, even though he's retired. Um, not I, I found out it's not so much – a Yankee fan, but I was a huge Derek Jeter fan. So of course I was a huge, huge Yankee fan um, mm-hmm. growing up. Cause I mean, you can't hate the captain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll give favorite sport memory, you know, dogs winning. Cause I even drove up to Athens the following Saturday for the trophy ceremony. Oh, wow. Yeah. I drove up there. I, I got into the stadium, um, sat there, um, and you know, I I enjoy just you know watching the 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 parade and all the speeches and all the trophies and just like experiencing what it's like to be a a dog team that wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure there's some Cougars on that Bulldogs team, if I'm not mistaken, aren't? Isn't there? Yeah, yeah. There was a uh, Quay Walker was on that team, um, which was a huge deal here in Chris County. You know. It blew up. A lot of people were, um, you know, uh, like go Quay, go Quay, when they, especially when they were headed up to the game. Because, um, yeah. you know, the final game was against Alabama. And one of the cheerleaders that was on the Alabama team um, is was from Chris County. Her name was uh, Bregan Gambrell. So, you know, we were, we were like, you know, you kind of split, you know. But, of course, we were dog fans. So, of course, I want the dogs to win. But. You know, I'm like, you know, go Bregan and go Quay. Um, and then when the dogs walk away with it, we're just like, you know, even more excited about that. And he is going to be a high draft pick. I'm really excited to see how high he goes. A hundred percent. We're we're all waiting on that. They had uh, the other day they had um, him come home and they had uh, they gave him the keys to the city nice. and they had. Uh, gave him a holiday, called it Quay Day, and uh, so that was that was definitely something big, um, you know, a big accomplishment. Nice. Um, I just lost my question. Oh, uh, <laughs> the one thing I so my, I said to my earlier that my mother she grew up in Turner County. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time we drive down to uh, Turner County, we on seventy five we pass the high school, Chris County. Mm-hmm. And I, that was the landmark. I looked for that blue roof every, mm-hmm. a little bit. So I, I look for that, bl- that blue roof every time we go down there. Is it still blue? Oh, 100%. I see it every single day, every single morning, every single afternoon. That's awesome. I, I, I was like, there's the blue roof. I'm talking about <laughs> Same it, thing with the exactly where we were. Same thing with the missile. You can't miss the missile either. Uh, I, n- I never saw that. I guess. Oh, I really? You never saw the missile? It's right there. Uh, like right before you get to the blue roof. Oh, okay. Well, some things I, I see and some things that I'm blind, so you know, yeah, I, I miss some things. <laughs> um, um, let's see. Uh, you're this is my this is probably my next to last question. All right. Um, you're stranded on a desert island. You can mm-hmm. take a book, one movie, and one album with you. 
what are you taking? Uh, one book. The book would have to be uh, uh, How to Survive for Dummies. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would need to know like how to start a fire. I watch uh, – oh, that's probably something – oh, you know, that's not a movie. Um, the movie would have to be cast away for sure. i got to figure out how to get off that island. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'd have to learn how to make me a Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, an album – Hmm. I go to a lot of music festivals, so that's a tough one right there. Who do I choose to listen to every single day? Um, I don't know. That's that is a tough one right there. Yeah, that's usually the one that trips people up. Yeah, I, I don't know because because no matter which genre you pick, you're stuck to it. You know, until you get off that island. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. I'm just throw a dart at the wall. I'm gonna go with um, ah, it's so hard. I'm going to go with. I think my girlfriend would kill me if I didn't go with Elenium because um, we travel all over the country and listen to um, Elenium, uh, the DJ, play music all the time. So I'd have to go with one of his albums. Um, I don't know if you know you're familiar with him, but he's a uh, he's an EDM DJ and nice. and uh, familiar, but yeah. So I would go with that. You know, maybe something to get me, you know, pumped up and you know motivated to survive another day on a deserted island. Nice. <laughs> Some nice. upbeat music. <laughs> um, if people are wanting to find and look uh, follow Chris County Cougar Wrestling on social media and follow you on social media, where can they where can they find you guys? Uh, yeah, definitely Facebook. Um, our account is, I want to say Chris County wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely go check us out there. We, um, keep everything posted. Like I said, um, you know, my mom was really big into keeping everything updated on there. Like our schedule, um, events such as camps, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff on there. You can find me on there as well. Um, you know, just shoot me a message. I'll respond. Um, but yeah, for the most part, Facebook, we, we use Facebook a lot. I would love to, um, you know, if we had the, you know, manpower and opportunity, I would love to have a coach just dedicated to our social media, which Mm -hmm. could do, um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the good stuff. Shoot. Maybe even, um, TikTok, because I know the kids love that. <laughs> nice, but for right now, I, a, a one man band. I can't. I I'm not too good with all the social media, but we definitely post everything on Facebook. Awesome. Well, is there anything you want to pub before we get out of here, Coach? Uh, you know, I'm just hoping. Well, actually, I want to say thank you for reaching out to me. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, another thing is, you know. If there's any young coaches out there who, you know, have a dream of becoming a coach, you know, just just strive for it. It doesn't it, it ain't going to kill you to try, you know, find somewhere, get plugged in. You know, even if you're a community coach, you know, if, if wrestling's your passion and you're too old to put on the shoes anymore, then, you know, well, technically you can still put on the shoes because you can be a coach and wrestle against your athletes. You know, just try it out. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, for any. Anybody want to actually, you know, try that, you know, like I said, I'm, 
I'm doing this by myself. So, you know, if they want to reach out to me on Facebook, um, you know, I'm more than willing to give them an opportunity to come down here to Chris County, you know, help out with the program, you know, get, get their feet up under them and then, you know, even learn a few things and, you know, who knows, get, uh, they're a team of their own or something like that one day. Awesome. Awesome. Well, coach, I've really, really enjoyed talking to you, getting to know you and your program. And uh, I look forward to seeing progress with Chris County Cougar wrestling in the future. Thank you so much. Good talking to you. Thank you. You have a good one. You too now.